Pike County is full of amazing stories, and the purpose of this podcast is to collect those stories from the people that live them. Where We Landed is a podcast that recognizes our whole story told by the individuals that live and love this small Indiana county. Welcome back to Where We Landed. We are excited to bring you another fun episode today, and I can't wait to get to our guests. Uh, but before that, um, I'm Kylie Jackson with the Chamber, and in studio with us today we have Scott Miller, owner of Bowman Construction. Hello. <laughs> Iris Runner from Family Service Society. Hey yo. So, quick question to get us going today: If you could play any Olympic sport, which would it be? And I am going to start with Iris and put her on the spot. Then we're also going to ask our guest, Michael, who will be introduced in just a little bit, but we'll let him answer the question and then have an introduction after, and then we'll go to Kylie. Oh boy, that's a tough one. Well, when I was a kid, I always thought I was going to be an Olympic gymnast, but mm-hmm. i that's not realistic. I mean, if I were to choose today, well, none of these are realistic, so let's just start with that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just to what clarify. is that? Just to clarify, I don't know. What, what is that? If you can't be an athlete, be an athletic supporter. Right. I'm your girl. <laughs> so is cheerleading a sport in the Olympics? No. I know. Um, I would definitely choose track and field. I don't care which event, but that just, to me, I enjoy watching it. I cheer for it. I spend a lot of time in it. Um, I don't really care what event, but, but track. I choose track and field. It's so much fun. All right, I love that answer. Michael, <laughs> I think we'll have a similar. Do you have any thoughts, any Olympic sport, which would it be? Oh, boy, that's a good one. You know, I'm kind of with Iris. I'm track and field for the javelin. Oh. Very Just nice. like throwing things. <laughs> <laughs> that, have, that have pointy things on the end. Dangerous, dangerous things, things. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah, I would. Oh, I like that. Okay, Kylie. Um, the most realistic, which is still very unrealistic, uh, I played rugby in college, so, and that became an Olympic sport, uh, you could do one it, or Kylie. two Olympics ago, and so, so yeah, golf? I think I picked that. Golf. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, golf, I guess. I rugby that would was be an awesome. Yeah. Now, but I yeah. think there's something about being on a, a team, a team sport, like, like rugby and mm. to celebrate um, and yeah. yeah cheer together yeah i think love it playing rugby in the olympics would be really cool yeah how about you scott so my favorite thing i think would be the three-on-three basketball i saw that was new this year <laughs> and uh i thought that would be fascinating did you play sports in high school i played sports um, oh, plural on that. i played sports yeah plural yeah. which ones name yeah. them i did i played football Basketball and baseball. Oh, the trifecta. Yeah. How about you, Iris? Yeah. You playing sports? Nope. My athletic supporter. Okay. I was in the M club. That's where I was. <laughs> okay. I had crazy okay. hair and you know, played in the cheers. So here's one: Curl, oh. curling. Yeah. Is that an Olympic sport? Mm. It is. It's a it winter. is. It's a winter, winter Olympics. Yeah. yeah. Winter we Olympics. We didn't even have any winter answers. No. Yeah. But but how does my my question my question was how does one train for curling? Do you wake up one day and say? I want to sweep curling. the floor. Brush really the fast. Sweep the floor really yeah. fast. Yeah. <laughs> Put something yeah, yeah. in the middle. So anyway, just always wanted to know the yeah. backstory for those players. Do you? Are they, can we call them players? Yeah. 
Yes, athletes, definitely. Athletes, athletes, athletes. athletes. Okay, I do not want to offend anyone. Right so. <laughs> no, okay. No, they are athletes. <laughs> All right. Just walking on ice should be an Olympic sport. Yeah, for real. <laughs> that's true. What <laughs> little brushing thing. That's true. I'm having yeah. like flashes to that Parks and Rec episode where they have to walk across the ice because <laughs> the red carpet wasn't long enough. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, I digress. Well, I'm just going to jump right in and uh, introduce our guest today, which you guys have heard his voice. So um, we've had a little spoiler alert there. Um, but I'm going to ask for some grace with this introduction, too. I keep asking for that every time I introduce somebody. But today we are welcoming... Michael Moffat Sr. I did pop that senior in there mm-hmm. because if our listeners decide to Google him, there is more than one, and I want to make sure you get the right one. But we're so happy to have you here on the show today, Michael, um, and I can't wait for everyone to hear your story. Um, these are the things that I know about you. Um, I do know <laughs> that Michael serves as a special assistant to the president for corporate and community relations. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Okay, is that correct? Um, I at do Indiana know, Westland. At Indiana Westland. Not like oh. the president of the United States. Yeah, or right. Like well, I mean, maybe. Not yet. Oh, no. As I say, <laughs> again, make sure you Google <laughs> senior. <laughs> yeah. um, junior, maybe. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, junior, maybe. Yeah. Um, I do know he's a very gifted athlete. I do know that he serves on the Boys and Girls Club advisory board. Um, I do that with him. Um, I know he's the proud dad of collegiate athletes um, and a collegiate coach now. Um, he's also the husband to a wife that is also a coach and a very gifted athlete herself. And I know the list goes on and on and on. And that was my very shallow research <laughs> that I did. But thank you very much for being on the show, Michael. We're so happy that you're here. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming today. So. Uh, quickly, if you could maybe give us so, and Iris is going to give me a hard time, but where were you born? <laughs> yeah. Just yes. how did you get here yeah. to Grant County? Yes. So maybe a little bit of a life story, but mm-hmm. how did you land here? Starting sure. at birth. Sure. <laughs> well, there was a hot July. No, <laughs> I won't go any further with that. <laughs> um, I actually born and raised in Los Angeles, and uh, thought I would live and die in Los Angeles, at least. Southern California. Is that a song? It's a movie, actually. Okay. <laughs> it was actually the movie, the first movie I took Latrice on. It was oh. called To Live and Die in L.A. Oh. True story. True story. Um, and so I, you know, went to school there, high school, college, and and really thought that that was just going to be a place where, you know, I met my wife there, obviously, in California. And all of a sudden, you know, we, we've been married for three years, and she gets this call from a school out here in Indiana called Bethel College. Actually, the, the president calls, the president from Bethel calls uh, Azusa Pacific's president, that's where my wife went to school, and says, hey, do you know of any couples who want to relocate? And the president said, oh, I know a couple but good luck getting them out of California. <laughs> and and so they called and said they wanted to start a track program. And would my wife be interested in starting this program? And she goes, I've never started, you know, start, I've coached, but never started a program from scratch. And, and so we flew out. And again, we're in Ontario, Cal- we're in Chino, California. And we fly out of Ontario, California in February 17th. <laughs> and it is... 85 degrees. Was <laughs> that traumatizing that you remember the date? I remember. <laughs> and the temperature. I remember. The only reason why I remember because we flew in that night to South Bend, and it was 17 degrees on the little clock thing. Oh. And 
And I said, okay, this is going to be a nice trip, but no. <laughs> and you know, so we, we interviewed, or she interviewed, and they actually offered me a job, too. And I, I'm not looking. Um, but I think <laughs> it really wasn't what they said. It's really what we felt like. We needed to be here. And, you know, we've always uh, had a, you know, we've always been involved with athletics, and we've always been, in, that's put, put us involved in, uh, with students. And so that's kind of where our passions were. And and so we we decided to pack up my 17-month-old junior, <laughs> and we headed to Indiana, uh, knowing that we'd be back in California in two years, because that was the mental plan. Uh, but God had other plans, and and I went back to school. Latrice, our daughter was born two years later, three years later, so she decided to resign as the track coach and go into student development. And then I went into student development as the dean of students there because I was in fundraising at first um, for the first five years. And then went into student development, went back to school uh, to get more training. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so at that point we were just right there in Bethel. And then I decided to do research in student development because I'm still new to it. So I, said, I asked my vice president, I said, I said can, can you let me take about five schools to go research? how they do student development so I can get a different perspective in. And he said, sure. I'm sure he regrets that now. <laughs> uh, so, I, so Bethel College, we knew some people from Bethel, and I mean, uh, Indiana Wesleyan, so we, we came up here, pen in hand, and just taking notes. And halfway through my session with the vice president, he just stopped in the middle and says, hey, how tired are you to Bethel College? <laughs> I said, wait, what? He says, yeah. Um, how tired are you to Bethel? I said, uh, what do you mean? So he says, I've got this job. It's on my Word document. I haven't even posted it yet. Please look at it. And so I said, sure. So I looked at it, and I'm thinking in my mind, okay, this is kind of what I'm still doing. No, but I won't tell him no. He said, just take it. Don't tell me, just take it. So I went home Monday, took it, called him back, emailed him, said, hey, I called him and said, hey, thank you, but no thanks. This is just... It's not really a move I think I want to make now. So, fine. Thursday, he sends me another document. It's a dean's position. He goes, we don't know what we're going to call it yet, but here it is. Just look at it. And I can tell he had been looking at it. He'd been listening intently to me in terms of what I would like to do in the future. So all that was in there. Mm -hmm. Starting a mentoring program, campus-wide mentoring program, um, and all those pieces. So, so we come down for the interview, and... Uh, I mean, it's all set up. You know, my, Latrice was the director. She moved out of track and field into higher education, into student development, and then she started the multicultural program at Bethel College. Well, they had kind of done their homework here, and the president told one of the, the vice president, we want Michael and let Latrice know that we have a position for her. We want to start a diversity program part-time. It, which was fine because all she wanted to do was work part time because Janae was really my daughter was really little. So we get here, and everything is laid out. And we knew it was we knew that it, <laughs> we were destined here, and God had, God had it planned because when we went home after we said yes, we went to Big Lots to get a for sale sign. And I remember <laughs> it was just like nothing. It was just vividly we said for sale nine what from 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 two, ten to two Sunday, stuck it in the ground. Saturday night, first person walks in, buys the house. 
Mm-hmm. And she wasn't even looking. She was just out driving with her kids trying to get some air. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, so that's how we got to to Indiana in what, 2001. What year was it? 2001? July 2001. It's when you hit Bethel. 95 is when we hit Bethel. Okay. And Indiana Wesleyan in 2000. So 20 years this year. This is my 20, yeah. I got my Indiana Wesleyan clock this year. Ooh. I did. So. Nice. Big deal. What's the best compliment anyone's ever given you? Oh. Ooh. Wow. Your hair is very nice. Yeah. <laughs> Listener, he's bald. <laughs> wow. Um, let me see. I think... Wow, that's a hmm. That's a good question. I don't think about Scott that. That always much. brings the hard hitting question. Yeah, I don't yeah. think about that. The, the nicest thing someone said about me? Compliment. Compliment. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can pull over and park on that. You can answer. Yeah, that let if me you want. let me. God, <laughs> thanks, Scott. For, <laughs> we'll let you hit that at the end. Yeah. So, Bring that back around. Yeah. I, well, I feel like you glazed over. Um, some very important pieces that I think our listeners oh. should learn and should know about you. So you went to college. Where did you go to college? I went to Fresno. Well, okay, you really okay? I went to San Diego State my first year out of out of college, and uh, some of you, I think, some of you know this history. Um, I didn't play football my first year. I was just going to go, and I went to San Diego State. Wrong school to go to mm. um, as a freshman, and. I did everything, I, as a student development administrator, talking to students, I did everything, everything I told them not to do, I was doing. Oh. It's right. mistake. So I ended up flunking, yeah, I ended up flunking out of, of, of college my freshman year and with a .95 GPA. <laughs> and San Diego State's it's, the Aztecs? Yes, right? okay. the Aztecs, and so I, the worst part of that was not the flunking out, the worst part was my mom, who came and got me. And it was about an hour and a half drive from LA to San Diego. So you listeners can't can't see what I'm doing, but picture your mom on the driver's side, just uh, driving down for an hour, glancing over you, at, at you probably every five minutes and sighing <laughs> and shaking her head. Disappointment. And disappointment. And she was, it was, she just felt bad for me, but she was disappointed as well that I, I, I squandered that opportunity at the time. And, and I can remember thinking in my head, Mom, if you just speed up till 95 miles an hour, I would jump out the car. It would be less painful than what I'm dealing with right now. Um, and so that was kind of a wake up call. I mean, I flunked, I had F's, no credits. And my wife, so, so this is what happened, you know, when I got, finished my master's, I sent for, my, for the San Diego State transcripts, just, I don't know why, the, the registrar's office probably going, what in the world does he want these? <laughs> so I opened it up one day, and, and she's looking over my shoulder, she goes, you got Fs, how'd you get an F in African American studies? And I said, well, look, I got an F in English, I speak English, I don't know. <laughs> But I did get, you know, I F, no credits, 0.95 GP, but I got a B plus in writing composition. Nice. And when I got home, after all the tears and the looks, I got in my, my, my room and I, I sat there and I, for whatever reason, I said, wow, I passed the college course. <laughs> yeah. Is a glass, is a glass, is a glass half full or what? Definitely half full. Um, and so my dad said, well, if you come back here, you're going to have to either go to school or 
get a job. Get a job. So I enrolled in LA City College, um, the worst athletic program probably in the country, but the best program academically because they were a feeder system to USC up the road. Their okay. communications department was just unbelievable. Um, yeah, one day I'm out I'm in class, I'm out just hanging out in between classes and I see this in, in the far distance, this camera crew just coming up on these rollers and this guy just singing. I'm like, what are they doing? Well, they're making a video back in the 80s. The videos oh. were good. And I look, I'm like, that looks like Lionel Richie. Is that Lionel Richie? <laughs> they were filming a hello video nice. at our campus. Seriously. Yeah. What? So so they had that that kind of thing was happening all the time, but our athletic department, it was bad. So but you you started playing football while you were there? I played football there. Okay. So we were bad. I mean, mm-hmm. my net, my second year there we were 0 and nine. And they didn't feel they didn't want anything to do with football, and, you know. The, the away jersey had been stolen or something, so I was number 17 at home and number 16 away because they didn't bother to buy anymore. And so, um, but we went 0-9, and we lost to the eventual champions by three points. And I scored a lot of points. I mean, threw a lot of touchdowns that game, but we still lost. The coach from the other team actually came over um, to our campus after watching video of me over there and they said who is that quarterback he says that's Michael Moffitt he's probably the only athlete there so he comes and tells me I can see you playing receiver quarterback tight end all those I even play um, uh, I even uh, uh, ran back punts so one thing led to another (laughs) next thing I know I'm there full scholarship and I played two years there and we that our last this Fresno State and thank you and so we end up going 11-0-1 16th in the country so all the scouts are coming yeah and so we're trying like, out who is that guy yeah i'm running out you know i'm running for people and so this is the the green bay piece that came i'm just doing my due diligence i'm going in every day and going to the training room so i pass my coach's office every time i go to the weight room so this is how my life changed in a split second is my life changed as quickly as you could walk past the door i'm walking past the door my coach is coming out with this Green Bay Scout, and he and I kind of glance over. And he goes, "Michael," and that guy's not even the, the Scout. Charlie Army's not even looking for me. He's looking at the punter, and he says, "And I hear my coach says, there's a guy you may want to work out.'" And he goes, "Son, you got your cleats with you?" I said, "Well, yeah, they're they're in the in the locker room." Goes, yes, I do. Yeah, he goes, "Meet <laughs> me on the field in five minutes." So be, so before there was even like a pro day. So to speak, I'm on the field with the scout all by myself and with the ball. And he's just throwing me balls. I'm running the 40. I'm jumping. And he goes, okay, I'll, I'll call you the day before the draft. What? Just like that. Right. Okay. So the draft day comes. Nobody calls me. So I'll go to, I go to bed. I'm in a townhouse with four of my, three of uh, the roommates. So I'm in the bed. And back before cell phones, we had one phone. And I was on the far end of the of the. My bedroom is in the far down the hall. So he's pulling the cord. You know, he had the long cord <laughs> that stretches. So I'm on the edge of the bed, you know. I'm like, hello? And on the other end, the person says, hey, Michael, this is, he says, how'd you like to be a Packer? And I'm like, who is this? Yeah, <laughs> It's 2 yeah. o'clock in the morning at yeah. that time. Yeah. He says, how'd you like to be a Packer? I said, yeah, well, whatever. He goes, Michael Moffat, this is Charlie Army. Wake up, son. <laughs> And I kind of wake up, and he says, we're going to get you here. Uh, we want to fly out and get you in minicamp. 
uh, and then we'll fly you back. And all I'm thinking is, I got finals in 10 days. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't hit me. So I find myself at the Fresno airport the next, the next day. I'm flying out to Green Bay, and they give me a little signing bonus and send me back. And I, on, the, on the way back, I stopped by the mall and bought my girlfriend, which was Latrice at the time, little princess, pink princess phone. <laughs> so hey, there you go. <laughs> Tell me she right. still has it. Oh my gosh. I think she still has it. Packed oh. away somewhere. And uh and I, and, and the rest of history. So they call me, they sign me, and I go to training camp and you know, after the first training camp uh day, I wake up on a Sunday morning and my picture is just on the front page of the sports of the sports page, stretching out, catching the ball. So I thought, Oh my gosh, that's that's me. That's I, me. And I was a free agent, so I didn't really get all the. You're not expected to make the team, so I still have my red cleats on from Fresno State in the you know picture. So, mm-hmm. it, so it's, it's your odds are they go down really go down if you're not a high draft choice. But I guess they like what they saw, so I played there a year. And uh, first catch, first play of the of my NFL career, I go across the middle against the New York Giants and get my jaw broken. So I'm, I'm on IR for a couple of months, and then I come back during the Thanksgiving game, and so I'm calling my f- parents fran- frantically. Like, make sure you watch. I'm on TV. What? Like, yes, I am. So, so that was kind of the, that was my 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 brief <laughs> cup of coffee in the NFL, as you say. So, coffee. What a great yeah. experience. Yeah, it was. The Community Foundation of Grant County is so pleased to sponsor the first 12 episodes of Where We Landed. The mission of the Community Foundation is to connect people, resources, and causes to promote sustainable impact towards the betterment of Grant County. We're pleased to record these amazing stories from our community. Number one thing that you learned from that experience being in the NFL or just playing football uh, during yeah. college, what was the thing that you took away from that? Don't take anything for granted. And mm-hmm. and for me, I gave up football in, in high school because I thought, I mean, we were bad and I got my my uh, ribs broken my senior year. So I just, I literally was just going to school. And then I saw all of my friends playing, you know, D1 ball. I'm, he's playing mm-hmm. or he's playing. So that kind of the juices came really you know the competitive juices really just started to erupt and so what I take away from that is man you you don't don't give up on yourself if you've got a dream or hard work pays off as well and but I, I had a greater appreciation and I have a great appreciation now and this really hit me after I broke my jaw and I'm sitting there for a month and a half on IR and I'm watching everything. I really got a chance to just kind of sit and understand how, what a blessing it was to just be in this organization mm-hmm. and just to drive, you know, it was 2% of the college athletes make it made it to the NFL um, from college when I was in 11th grade. When I got to the 12th grade, it dropped to 1.7. Oh. And, and mm-hmm. so I thought what a privilege it was to just be in that space for mm-hmm. however long a time it was and just to, just, I just cherished it. It was, I know it was something that you get to experience and I didn't take it lightly. And so I really, I really, I really um, admire those who, who get to stay all that, all those times. So, so 
Yeah. Do you have a favorite NFL team now? Even you yeah, my Rams. Game? I mean, I'm born and raised ah. in L.A. Those are and, and the I, Chargers are in L.A. now. Yeah. Although I saw last night that the Raiders had a bigger crowd in L.A. than the Chargers mm-hmm. did. last Yeah, night. but the Chargers got the win, so they did. who cares? <laughs> <laughs> but they, but but Derek Carr went to Fresno State. Did he? And so yeah, so we've got this trifecta in the major leagues right now. We got Derek Carr with the Raiders. We got uh, Aaron Judge with the Yankees, and then we've got uh, oh, he's with. The Clippers now, um, Paul George, mm. all Fresno State. Paul State's. George is in it at the same time almost. Yeah, yeah, they Former were there. Pacer. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So very cool. Go Bulldogs! Yeah. All right, <laughs> I'm taking a U-turn um, back to kind of what started you at Bethel and Indiana Wesleyan. Where sure. does the the passion for student development come from in, in your life? Yeah, it's easy, and I think I said a little bit about you know when I fl- when I flunked out of school. Um, it was a turning point. And I flunked out not because I wasn't smart enough. I probably didn't have the tools and I mm. and, and, and probably didn't take advantage of mm-hmm. the support around me. And I know a lot of students that come into my, uh, that come into college have that same fear of I'm gonna fail. And so they won't ask, whether it's pride or just don't feel like, right. you know, okay, I know it mm-hmm. all, but they really don't. So the passion came from not wanting students to slip through and through the cracks. And so when uh, new student orientation day comes or when the freshmen come, I'm like combing the campus because I'm looking for the, that look that I had. <laughs> yeah. And I'll come up to them and say, hey, how are you doing? Well, this is, I don't know. This well, then I, I have yeah. the luxury of, of, of directing them to our Center for Student Success where there's tutoring, where there's mentoring, you know, if you have test anxiety, we have a place that you can go into another building and take it outside of the classroom. So for me, the passion is I just want students to get it. And that means get access, uh, get get courage, get confidence in who they are. And so they can they can be better citizens and better communi- community minded and just have a well-rounded experience instead of being because it's a culture shock. Mm-hmm. You guys know it's a cultural shock, so just really wanting to ease that, not do the work for them, but present them with opportunities to to excel in an environment that's really, they feel connected. What's the best job you've had? So it could be today's job, and maybe we take today's out of it, but before your current role, what would you say, man, this was the best job that I've had? Wow. You know, today is... You know, to what I do right now, I love bringing people together. Um, I love working in teams. I love, you know, if someone has an idea, and this happens to me pretty frequently as in my current job, I'll be with a company over here, and they're talking about things that they need. And then I'll have, and I'm, you know, and I'll probably have another company within the next day. They have a need, and or they have a problem, and they have a solution, mm-hmm. and so. I find myself, and I hope I don't lose my job on this doctor, right? <laughs> I find myself stepping back and then connecting those two. And they eventually connect me, connect, connect back with me. But I think it says something about um, how we value people. Mm-hmm. And we all want them to succeed. So for me, my, the best job I can have is, I think I'm doing it, is just bringing people together. So there's a term for that. It's called a love cat. Yes. Michael, you are a love cat. Yes. You're awesome. You're awesome. 
go be awesome together. Yes, and that's exactly. I need to, I need to get a T-shirt. Love cat. <laughs> my love cat T-shirt. That's yeah. my that's my goal in life. My only goal in life is to be a love cat. Yeah, and it really helps because the job I do, you know, I I speak with, you know, I have a certain segment that I talk with now. They're they're CEOs or executive. I'm kind of taking that slot of, of our alumni who are in these C-suites, and I ask them two questions. First of all, I'm not asking. I, I you know I preface this. I'm not calling for money. I'm not calling for you to sponsor anything. I want to know <laughs> what your experience was like in our program, and then what has your career path been to this point? And they just kind of, as we're talking right now, tell me about their life, and eventually I connect them with something that we're doing, mm-hmm. some, a passion that they have. And it's not so much that, oh, we're just trying to get you and lead you here so we can ship you off to advancement. That's not that's not the role of advancement. That's not our that's not our intent. My intent is to say, okay, what are you passionate about? And how can we come alongside of you mm-hmm. and, and get you there? What's kept you here for twenty years? Because you are such a talented guy. You could be anywhere in the world, not just the US. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why stay here? We're grateful that you are and we need more people with your talent level. But what's kept you here in, in Grant County? You know, it's just family. You know, I. we can be as mobile as we want to as a society. But I think for me, uh, and I was fortunate enough to move with a family. Um, if I were single, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. But I believe when God brings me to a certain place, he, it's just not the job. It's the community. Mm-hmm. How are you going to invest in the community? And I just see promise uh, where maybe people don't. And that mm-hmm. promise does not mean, I think, I, you know, people think, okay, how do you see promise? I see promise in people. You know, the city may be what it is, but I think, okay, I, I take little victories in, in this young man finding out who he is or this young lady finding out who they are or this company excelling or this, the, these people coming together. So I think that's what makes up a community. Uh, we all look out for each other. We're all we're all there for each other, and so. But that's the same way I could do that anywhere. Yeah. But I'm I, I'm blessed to be here, um, and and I want to be an impact. I want to, I want to be used you know, in, in a way that 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 supports what people are doing, supporting their passion. So, um, and I go back to L.A. back and forth, and I love L.A. I love the night. I love walking downtown, and love the skyscraper, all that. Um, but this is home because, you know, I've raised my kids here, mm-hmm. uh, and and you've seen them grow <laughs> taller than <Yes>. me. <laughs> yes. And 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 really, it's all about smelling the roses. It's all about you know, yeah. I mean, we can we can don't fool ourselves. There are other places that people say, oh, you can be here, you can be there. But man, when you've got when you know people, it's almost like coming to Cheers. Yeah. You walk in a room, somebody says hi. I can go down here or go over there, and I love connecting. Mm-hmm. And I can do that anywhere, but I choose to, to do it here until God says, okay, you go somewhere else. But I'm planted here because, you know, I believe that there's there's uh, value in supporting, you know, people where you live. So. What's your favorite thing to do in Grant County? You've been here for 20 years. Hmm. And so <laughs> in your off hours, <laughs> what, what do you enjoy doing? <laughs> Wait, you have off hours? I got off hours? Yeah, okay. <laughs> we... And our, we are, man, we golf 
and I mean we, W-I golf. Uh, I was going to say, I just learned something too. I was like, Latrice golfs? (laughs) We've got video of my mom, you know, during the week. I mean, it's one of those things you come over, you got to do it, and you got to make your little character too. Yeah. Um, But watching her, and we just, and we bowl in that thing. I mean, you know, the fun, the best thing to do is just for us, we just, we just hang out. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, we uh, took my daughter. We went to uh, what? We came over here to Obie's. Obie's. Mm-hmm. And then mosey on over to Ashley's ice cream. Mm-hmm. Ice cream. Which plug plug banana pudding ice cream <laughs> sprinkled with graham crackers. <laughs> That's the number one. Nice. Ashley, see there you go. Add that to the list. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I I think you know it's just being. Being, you know, and, and I love supporting different things in the community, um, different events. Uh, yeah, so I, you know, love just hanging, hanging out with people. That sounds fun. Are your kids both good wee golfers? Yes. Mm. Yeah, we <laughs> Better try. Better than you. you can, yeah. Yeah, we can, you know, we take chances that you normally don't take. And, and you know, Kylie has seen me golf, so... <laughs> Yeah, it's not pretty in the real real time. It's not pretty. I think that's a good opportunity too. I think you should definitely brag on your kids a little bit. Um, I am privy to know your family, mm-hmm. and I have been along the journey and get to cheer for them. I really love for you to share about your family a little bit. Yeah, my my wife was a world class high jumper, mm-hmm. and she still actually holds the California national high school records matter of fact we're leaving later this month and she's gonna kill me but hey it's live tv <laughs> it's, uh, it's or radio, TV. radio. <laughs> um we're actually leaving to go to clovis uh on the 30th she is being inducted into the clovis community schools athletic hall of fame yes all right latrice so, yeah Woo. so so we're gonna do that but she's she's been high jumping uh gosh since she was probably probably eighth grade, seventh grade, and became really good at it. And she was an, she was an alternate, I believe, in the 88 Olympics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... Um, so your Olympic question was perfect, Scott. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Notice like, he didn't pick high jump. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what was the joke? You're the only person who's not a national champion in your yeah, house? Yeah, I've got four people in my house. And there are three high school national champions. Mm-hmm. There are three uh, college national champions, <laughs> some Big Ten champions, mm-hmm. and I'm not one of them. <laughs> so, but you played in the NFL. Yeah. yeah. That. So, yes. so, so Michael has two national champions. Janae has one because she came back here mm-hmm. to compete, and she's got some Big Ten championships. Latrice has six. Uh, and and what are the national champion? What are what are those accolades in for both of the kids? They're all high jumpers, <laughs> all of them high. So she's taught them to jump backwards, uh, very high. Very and, high. And, one, and one one small story I'll share with she you. I'll share them to jump backwards. Yeah, I'll share, I'll share with you. Uh, we, I remember Janae came home and she was six, and that's when they really started getting homework. Mm-hmm. And she was kind of frustrated. She goes, "Dad, we have homework every night." And I said, "Guess what?" I said, if you do your homework really well, and, and and I said, some people will pay you to go to college. She goes, what? 
what does that mean? You have your own apartment or you can live by your, you know, with a roommate and you can have, you know, sleepovers every night. She said, what? <laughs> and, and so I said, but you do your homework. And then I said, if you jump real high. No, this is the yeah. <laughs> I didn't say that. And so she kind of kept that. And I remember because when I first took her to Purdue, we're in her room and she starts laughing. And I said, what? She goes, because I did my I did my homework pretty well. Yeah, yes, you did. So, so, but yeah, there and you know, so she's here. She's actually she came back from Purdue to, and she had a year of eligibility uh, left. So she competed as a graduate student because she's in, she's in the our the doctoral program, our occupational therapy. Mm-hmm. So she competed and and won the national championship here. Um, and and Michael's now at Grace College. He was at Eastern University back. For a year, and then he then the Grace job opened, so he's now the head coach of Grace College uh, track team. So they've all they got them all back. They got them all back for <laughs> for a time. So um, so we're we're happy about that. Mm-hmm. Are you reading anything cool right now? Are you listen to anything on podcasts? Or, uh, wow! Any favorite TV shows, movies? You know, every TV show I like, they cancel. I don't know why. <laughs> the kiss of death. Huh? Well, well what are they? There's oh, this one called Timeless. Timeless. It's you can, you know, there's two seasons of it, so you can binge. It's it's the best. <laughs> bin, it's the best binge, and I actually started watching it again. It's just, it's about this these these. Uh, it's time travel, and these scientists have to go back in time to capture because someone stole the first time machine, and so they're getting in their time machine to to catch them so they don't alter history. So it's like, don't kill Ben Franklin's mom because. <laughs> You know, we need Ben Franklin. Yeah, so so all that. So a book I'm reading is called. You know, my wife's reading this with her group, but it's called Effortless by Cohen, I believe. Um, and 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 I I read Maxwell's leadership. I also read um, just for fun science fiction. Uh, you know, there is one that I I'm reading called. It's by Tony Evans. It's called Boundaries. Uh, and so, what are your boundaries? What are you willing to sacrifice? What are you willing to give up? Um, and so, those are, yeah. And I, I read. I, I do. I have just re-upped with my Audible, so I read a lot in the car. Um, I, but I like reading along. I like reading along with the book as I'm listening. But not in the car. You know, it depends on where I'm going. No, <laughs> not, in the car. not in the car. Not in the car. So. Other than this one, obviously, do you listen to any other podcasts? You know, are you, are I, you an audible? Yeah, I, I listen to uh, a friend of mine, Michelle Lloyd Page. I can't what it's called. Uh oh, Michelle. My, I hope you're not listening. Michelle, sorry. Um, <laughs> I can't think of it, but they're they're topics on diversity and and, and race, and hmm. um, and then there it, I I listen to. Uh, uh, which thinking is, really hard. No, I, I, I I've got a, deep. I've got a bunch on my. Um, I listen to. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. People, it's five, it's after five. That's by way. We'll put we'll put, put his that choices in, in the show notes. Yeah, you can email us later. <laughs> I will. I will. I will. Before we let you off the hook, so going back to the question I asked you earlier, and you mm-hmm. probably thought, man, he'll never come back. Yeah, to what that was question. that? Yeah, what was that question? Best compliment again? you've ever received. Hmm. <laughs> Best compliment I ever received was mm-hmm. someone who's Ken Kavaman. Um, 
and I was in the eighth grade and my dad took me to his job and Ken was the CEO of this company and my dad probably had it all planned but um, <laughs> this little, that's why job shadowing is so important to me so he takes me up to his to his uh, to his uh, office the corner office overlooking the down, downtown LA and he gives me a firm handshake eighth grade and he looks at me and he says he says go sit in my chair he goes, you look good in that chair. He goes, I don't know what you're going to do, but you're going to do something. And I turned around. I faced the, faced the window. I'm like, stuck my chest out like, yeah. I have no idea what that is, but I'm going to do something. <laughs> and I never forgot that, you know. And, and so taking that fast forward, we have this, we have this leadership class that, we, that is run by Mario Rango at at our at, at the university and uh, Melissa Sprock mm-hmm. kind of created that, and it, it's 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 students of color that um, are in this course and it's designed to help them get acclimated, and so one of the things that I did with that in mind, that eighth grade piece in mind, is um, the second class he brought them over to my office, so I took them upstairs to our conference room where the executive council meets. And then I brought them back down to my office, and there were nine of them. So I had each one of them, and I kind of prearranged it so I had a PowerPoint of their picture. And underneath the picture, it said, Pathway to Success, Your Story. Mm-hmm. And every time they sit down, the picture would switch to that person, like, wow. And I took a picture of each, each one of them, and I told them, you look good in that chair. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be praying for you that God uses you to do things that you need to do to impact the world. And uh, and I just keep it, and I keep that on my desk. And so that's that's my way of paying paying it back or paying it forward. But that impacted me. Yeah. I think that's the best thing someone could have told me um, to really help me with my confidence at that point mm-hmm. in my life. So what a great story! I'm glad yeah. we came back to it. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was, was going to share real quick. So um, that brought to my mind, and I would recommend this to any leader who's out there. When I was a kid, my dad's company, they would have been the RCA of my hometown back okay. in the day. And mm-hmm. so probably 5,000 workers. And they had an open house for all the families to come to. And I remember walking up the steps, uh, one of the interior stairways, and it was my dad and my mom and I. And the CEO of that company pulled us over and said to us, he said, um, your dad is an incredible worker and really good at what he does. And the pride that I felt as a kid mm-hmm. for my dad um, was just incredible. And so <clears throat> one of the things that I attempt to do is whenever I see a family member of one of our employees is to do that same thing and share about how much they mean to our company and our business yeah. because I think that means a lot to family. So I really appreciate you yeah. sharing the difference that that CEO made and your dad made by yeah. bringing you into his office that day. Yeah, I think that that – and I, I did the same thing for my son – couple of years back before he graduated he was a political science major and and so I had a friend of mine who was a lawyer down in India at the time and I had called him up and I said my son's wrestling he doesn't know if he wants to be a lawyer but he's looking at some different some different things I said would you mind meeting with him he said yeah bring him on down to McCormick's and we'll just we'll have lunch and do all that and so I I told Michael I was like this is like a business meeting so you put your suit and tie on and come with me we're gonna go he's pretty excited about that so he gets down there 
you know, I'm prepping him. You know, he, he's heard this all his life. Strong handshake, look in the mm-hmm. eye, and 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 just really spoken to Michael's life. He gave him a number of options in terms of what you could do with a law degree or what you can do with a political science degree. And so Michael has some decisions to make. And so I think, and I thank this particular person for for taking the time because that really helped Michael to kind of think about options other than law school. So. Mm-hmm. So you just try and pay it forward yeah. anytime you can. Michael, when we think about where we landed, we are so happy you landed here in Grant County and uh, the difference that you've made in so many lives, both young people on campus as well as the community at large. So thank you for all that you've done, and uh, thanks for joining us on this podcast. Um, for those who are listening, we'd love for you to, um, to hit... Uh, support the podcast. What are the right words that I'm looking like for? And subscribe. Like and subscribe. And subscribe. <laughs> yeah. These young New kids. New episodes drop every Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kylie's the professional here. So, so thank you, Kylie. And uh, Iris, thanks also for being a part of this day today. Michael, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. Appreciate thanks. it. Thanks, Michael. audience is growing and we want you to be a part of the story reach out to us on our social media through instagram or facebook or email us at where we landed podcast at gmail.com for information about advertising your business on where we landed